1: Oh, and welcome to the Not Your Grandmother's Book Club podcast where we read them so you don't have to because we weren't invited to Nick Adams' afternoon foursome with the boys. My name is Kevin. And I'm so proud of that one. I'm so proud That's of good. that one. That's good. My name is Kevin. And I'm joined as always by my co host Benedict, a man who's thicker than Ben Shapiro's filled lips. Benedict! <laughs> I'm also
3: proud of that one okay we're working <laughs> hard on some jokes this week okay all right yeah let's start it strong i guess <laughs> it's gonna get worse it can only go downhill from yep. here <laughs> on yep. it muffin or bagel oh bagel really instant bagel yeah what? i'm not so i don't have a huge sweet tooth so mm-hmm. that like generally if you give me a savory, well, there are savory tools.
1: muffins I've made yeah, savory muffins.
3: Yeah, they're bad. No, please. <laughs> what's, okay, what's a savory muffin?
1: I have had a number of good... So, so well, maybe savory isn't exactly the word, right? right? But obviously so we're, there, we're are, there are cheese already. muffins. Okay. There are cheese muffins, right? Sure. Plenty of, of cream you know, cream cheese muffins and things like that. Uh, but, uh, like, uh, uh, what's it called? There's a muffin that has, like, carrots and raisins and stuff in it, and it's like a hearty breakfast.
3: See, none uh, of that sounds good to me, though. Like, ah, I love me you Fine, that's fine. Um, as a New Yorker, I feel honour bound to say bagels, but also I like bagels better. Like I think even and if I like Brit, you're honour bound
1: to say crumpet.
3: Yeah, well, actually, I do love a good crumpet. So I remember uh, back when we first met.
1: At one point we were recording a show and I was like, what the fuck is a crumpet? You went and got a bag of
3: crumpets and showed them like to Look me. at the hold. It's like an English muffin, but like rubbery somehow, for those that don't know. It has the same nooks and crannies as an English muffin. All about those nooks and crannies, Ben. <laughs> you know I love a nook and cranny.
1: But uh, you probably know. Uh, Wait, hold is. on! No, 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 no! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! You I, didn't answer I said the muffin. pressing
3: question. Okay, you okay? You're, you're sticking by muffin.
1: Yes, okay. I love a good muffin. I love a good muffin. There are so. You, but There's, you lot, do, so, there's so a lot more varieties of bagels? muffins
3: than there are bagels. Yeah, that, but that's true. But that's not also true. Also not true as the thing. Because what are you talking okay? about?
1: Well, because there's like five different kinds of bagels. No, there aren't. There's like five.
3: You're, there aren't.
1: Name more. Everything everything, name more than
3: five. Seed. Everything. Poppy seed. Plain. Egg, salt, garlic.
4: <laughs> now you're that's just naming ingredients. No, no, that's
3: fine. Onion. Onion bagel. Cheese bagel. I'm pretty sure you and, already said onion. No, I said garlic. All right, name 20 everything. more. Name S- 20 S- more. Sesame, white sesame seed. Black sesame seed. <laughs> <laughs> black sesame seeds do not go on bagels. All right, let me sit sesame sesame
1: here and name 5,000 different varieties of muffin for you. Yeah,
3: but that's not even including the spreads on the muffin. Anyway, we're wasting time. Here we all are. <laughs> Anyways, Benedict, uh, mm.
1: you probably know what I it do. is that we do here on this program, mm-hmm. uh, but some folks out there, uh, the the non-muffin lovers of the world, uh, they might not know exactly what it is that we do here. And to them, I will say, this is the show where we go deep, deep, <laughs> deep, deep, deep to plumb the depths of right-wing thought by reviewing a chapter from a work of conservative nonfiction and in between, taking a look at other examples of the right doing their best to make America hate again. Start us off, Benedict, do you have a hot
3: take for us this week? I do, and it's more a bookshelf actually, but it's mm. just because I've been really enjoying it. Mm. Um, it's, Cheating, it, yes. <laughs> uh, the it's called. Have you seen? Have you heard of the traitors? Mm, rings a bell, but I okay. don't know. Have you ever played like mafia or werewolves or wink yeah. murder? Yeah. yeah, it's a televised version of that. Really. It's great. It's on Peacock. They did like a it's based on some Dutch show and then they did a UK version of that and then now there's a US version. Posted you know, by um Alan Cumming being like flamboyantly really? Scottish Yeah, flamboyantly Scottish in camp, which is great. Wow. Wait, am I thinking of the right guy? Yeah, I think I am. The guy who was in Spy Kids as Mr. <laughs> Floop. <laughs> yes. That's where I know Alan That Cumming is from. who I was thinking of, yes. <laughs> Yeah, him. He's just being very. He's like wearing all these really dramatic outfits in a Scottish castle. He was in Goldeneye
1: too. He was in. Golden yeah, he Eye. was. Yeah,
3: he was also in like a much better show, which was. that Who, what, was spy he? The big show? bad in Goldeneye, or was he the I the clicky don't pen
1: remember. guy? The, the, he wasn't the big bad. He was like the the tech guy with the clicky pen.
3: Yeah, I think he was also a recurring character in The Good Wife, which is like a much more serious. I've show. never watched The Good Wife, so I have no uh, idea. It's supposed to be good. Yeah. But anyway, so they say. he that he's he's the host and it's like it also it's like it combines my love for reality tv because it's like Mm -hmm. 10 former contestants on different reality yes that that's true and we all admit that (laughs) (laughs) 10 that way i can never disappoint anybody um (laughs) set expectations
1: low yeah
3: the 10 there's 10 former reality tv show contestants and then 10 just like random members of the public so they so 20 20 random members of the public (laughs) yeah you could say that but they all think they're the shit, and it's great. And it's it's and so basically there's 20 people, and then three of them are traitors, and they're all trying to figure out who the traitors are and murder each other. It is a okay, fun Okay, so show. it's
1: it's Among Us on TV.
3: Basically, yeah, yeah. essentially, yeah. I'll yeah, be yeah.
1: completely honest, I never got into Among Us. I just, it's not That's my fine. kind of it's, game. It's, not my it's kind of
3: Wink game. Murder, or Mafia, or whatever you want to call yeah. it, on TV. Yeah. It's a televised version of that I mean, yeah, but Among then they're Us doing was like, ripping
1: off a dozen other things that came before yeah. it, sure. Just did it very well, apparently. Yeah, yeah.
3: But then they're doing, uh, they do like survivor type challenges to win money as well. So it's just, it's good fun. Cool. Yeah. What about you? What's your hot take?
1: Uh, My hot take uh, is that the old folks home crowd really needs to stop coming for digital natives like Cataboo. You're not going to win. You're (laughs) never going to (laughs) win.
3: She's good. I like her. She's so great. She's so great because she's just,
1: she doesn't, the great thing, the great thing about people younger than you and I, who she is? She's like 25, yeah. I think. That yeah. uh, they've had the internet even longer than us, yeah. and they are much it's more disaffected an extension even
3: extension than us. Of themselves, yeah. <laughs>
1: And yeah, you just can't beat them at the internet. You just it's can't. like
3: it's it's the same as when politicians were trying to like get AOC on Twitter. you mm-hmm. like, or on, what, what? I would compare it to
1: is uh the Stormy Daniels uh incident when yeah. they were all tweeting shit at Stormy Daniels, and she's like, "Yeah, I got paid for that. Like, <laughs> call <laughs> okay. me a whore. If you're gonna call me a whore, you have to pay me five hundred dollars <laughs> an hour or something like that."
3: Exactly. Or like someone did you? Uh, well, you haven't watched it yet, so I won't ruin it for you. Mm. But Nick Nick Offerman. It's been, Someone... it's been spoiled
1: it's been spoiled for me i it's that is not to my recollection, what happened, re- I'm not going to spoil it for the listeners.
3: Um, no, it's not part of the game.
1: The thing, yeah, the thing that everyone on the right got mad about, and of course yeah. that's how I learned about it, is because I'm obsessed with following <laughs> these... Because you saw Ben Shapiro doing doing a line by
3: line critique. Literally, that's step. literally
1: how, I, how it got spoiled for me, was yeah. fucking
3: Ben Shapiro spoiled The
1: Last of Us for me.
0: Yeah, um, anyway,
3: yeah. a bunch of people were calling, were, were calling out his masculinity and calling him a homosexual online, uh, and he was just retweeting all of them which is the best reaction
1: oh nick Offerman, the guy you spent fucking 10 years of parks and rec pretending was on your side yeah because he was playing a joke of you oh yeah. now he,
3: now he's the enemy now he's the fucking enemy yeah he is, oh he is indeed the enemy anyway yes you're right don't fuck with gen z nope don't do it. Solid rule. Solid rule of the podcast. Don't fuck with
1: Gen Z. Fuck around
3: and find out is the what happens with Gen Z. Best
1: legal advice I can give. Uh, well. <laughs> anyways, Benedict. Mm-hmm. On to housekeeping this week. Uh, remember to rate and us on the iTunes. Uh, follow us on the social medias. A uh, couple of updates this week. Uh, uh, I didn't do the thing, did I? I didn't say at NYGBC pod and NYGBC Ben. So I guess I said it now. I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping. I'm just going to keep rolling with it. Um, I I I need to tell all of you uh, about how fucked up all of my algorithms are uh, for the good (laughs) of this show.
5: Um,
1: Recently, the top five ads I've been getting on YouTube uh, Mm. are Shen Yun, uh, the Falun Gong connected uh, uh, anti-communist. I get the I get Epic Times
3: all the time. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, that was that's number three. That's number three on the list. Is Epic Times. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, by the way, those Shen Yun ads, uh, like it looks like video game CGI dancers is what all those yeah, ads look, look like. I don't know if they're like touching them up in a weird way. Uh, it just doesn't look very great. So Epic Times, obviously on the list. Uh, Hillsdale College.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, That's the, fun. The Daily Wire. I, I've seen all of, of all of Matt Walsh's most recent uh, right. tidbits <laughs> uh, and Survival Food Supplies. Uh, Because, of course, because, of course, that's what I get.
3: Yeah, that seems right. Yeah.
1: Um, Other updates this week. Uh, Obviously, uh, we've been doing Alex Jones uh, and Uh uh, there was a big uh, hate watch SPLC article on Alex Jones's texts. I got to say it it made me feel uncomfortable i don't
3: i think didn't read it it's i heard i saw some criticism of it being yeah. a little homophobic was it Is there's it a little like, bit of that
1: um yeah. there's a little bit of of it's gross to bring out this sort of personal life kind of stuff when there's plenty of, like the, the the first one was like there's a lot about him cheating on his wife and shit and both of them cheating mm. on each other and fighting and all this shit and i'm like that's that's not necessary that's you no, don't an need to pull that out for Alex, because all Alex <laughs> is going to do is turn around and say, look, they're going after my personal the agenda, life, they can't yeah. attack me on the issues, blah, blah, blah. And also, I think even that even since Alex is a massive piece of shit, um, I, I think you know it's, it's just a weird, gross line to cross to go after people's personal lives like that. Um, and I don't like it. The, the second uh... issue was about his connection to the fucking Proud Boys and shit. That's but, the sort of stuff that you should be covering from the text.
3: I, th- I think it depends. I think personal life can be relevant if it is, if it shows a hypocrisy with the words that you're saying. You know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, like, for example, I think it's relevant that a Christian conservative has an extramarital affair. Sure. If they're trying to legislate against divorce or, sure. che- you know, I think I just, that is relevant.
1: I don't think the hypocrisy argument is that important. Uh, i know we I, use I, it all the time i know point, i slip I, into it all the time talking no, about the people true. we talk about but when i have the cold moment of reflection mm. um I, I just don't think the hypocrisy argument is is really yeah. that worth it because it's like uh, they don't care that they're being hypocrites no i know the people that like I think, them they don't think, care that they're being hypocrites i
3: think it's worth pointing out and i i but i don't think in this instance it's necessary to the argument and i think it undermines the argument but i do think it's sometimes worth pointing out sure
1: Um, so, you know, that's out there. Um, you can go check that out. There is interesting stuff in there. There is definitely interesting stuff in those texts, uh, stuff that, that shows a lot about who Alex really is behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know so that's there you can go check it out I think there's probably more coming this week I don't remember if they were done with it or not there might be more
3: but um, be better SPLC is the general takeaway <laughs> in I guess. general
1: yes in general uh, and uh, there was also a great Mother Jones article uh, about Nick Fuentes that I did want to highlight uh, for people who are interested in that because obviously we've covered him as well I'll link mm-hmm. that in the show notes um, and there's one other thing that we wanted to talk about today um, and that is last week Uh, it came out uh, Wednesday uh, day our show released so it wasn't on last week's show Mm. um, that a member of our community um, someone that Benedict and I have had on not this show but on a a previous show that we did, Mm. um, Andrew Torres uh, of the Opening Arguments podcast uh, was pushed out of the American Atheists uh, organization for misconduct allegations. Mm -hmm. Um, And Benedict and I know uh, uh, both of the people who uh, were, were named uh, in the article that, mm-hmm. that really got this all out in the world. Um, we know both of them. We believe both of them, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the point of this is not really to, I don't want to say their names just because I don't, I don't want to put extra spotlight on them if they don't want it. That's, I'm just not going to do that. You can read the mm-hmm. article if you want to hear about it. Um, but it really threw both of us for a loop. Over the last week, Um, because Andrew is someone who has been highly respected in the community that we belong to, the circles we are in for a long time. And for Mm -hmm. me in particular, in 2016, I was at UC Berkeley. Um, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do with my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I had thought about law school. And then the Opening uh, Arguments podcast came out. And it was one of the things that inspired me to go to law school, mm. um, because I had already been listening to Thomas and, and other podcasts in that group. Um, and, uh, you know, eventually, uh, when I was started getting offers to law schools, um, I sent an email to Andrew, and I asked for some advice. And uh, it's just...
3: I. <laughs> Yeah. It's it's not I I'm, I'm not sure we really have a point other than just a, a pure disappointment. Yeah. Like
1: Yeah. We, we we know that many of our listeners there's a lot of crossover between mm-hmm. a lot of these sorts of groups, you know, where where Andrew has been involved for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I just I wanted to talk about it because you know, this podcast is my fucking form of therapy. So yeah. <laughs> this is where I go
3: for this shit. Um and it, I, I mean, it I, I, sorry I, I think it's important to say you know solidarity and and sympathy to any survivors who yeah. who've been through anything and absolutely like I, and, and we were talking before this like obviously us talking about this means fucking nothing because people have been saying the right words for a long time about this stuff and then acting potentially allegedly acting differently because I don't want to get sued I don't I'm just saying the magic words that I know but you know words words are essentially meaningless and, it, and it's actions that are important but we want to at least say words that we hope will help and and help inspire as much community as we can and and say like we're still here we're you know we're sounding boards listeners for for anyone in in any way that i shouldn't do this live i don't know what the <laughs> fuck i'm talking about honestly like but you know what you know what i mean you do you're supposed do. to be
1: the better word
3: talking guy i know i hours. know but i'm i you know that it, it like yeah. it it's 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 a mind fuck, and like we're barely, inv- we're not involved at all. No. And I've spent the whole week thinking about this. Right. And Like I, I, don't know most of these people very well at all. And here I am, like I, so. You know, I can only imagine the people who are directly involved and what right. they're fucking going through there, and how are... horrible it must be for people to have to step back from the community Absolutely. because they're. And, and felt... I don't
1: want to imply that by bringing this up on the show that I'm, I'm trying to get into some oh woe is us our heroes have no, fallen no, no, type no, bullshit. No, no, no. You know, and obviously, if I ever found out Benedict was doing any of this shit, I'd cut him off in a fucking <laughs> yeah, heartbeat. He'd you be should. Done. I don't. Absolutely. Uh, you're a little bit quick on saying I a little bit slow on saying I don't there.
3: <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sure. I
1: handle everything yeah. uncomfortable through humor. Yeah. Um, but th- there is these things affect communities mm-hmm. when somebody who all of us have trusted and put so much of our energy and hopes into for so long turns out to be a piece of shit. It does affect all of us.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, Allegedly. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But no,
1: yeah. uh, uh, And uh, it's on all of us to come together um, and support those who have been affected by Mm -hmm. it. You know, Morgan is a good, is a, I don't know, say a good friend, but she's a friend of ours. We've had her on Mm -hmm. the show multiple times. We've talked to her a ton. She's a great person and she is personally affected by this right now because she was working for Andrew. Mm -hmm. And this protects her, this this affects her livelihood. The people who were harassed, obviously this affects them. There are uh, all these people whose livelihoods and... Uh, everything else are affected by this, and obviously the people who were directly harassed mm. allegedly for Benedict's sake, so we don't get sued. Um, mm. and, and I, but we I,
3: believe it. We absolutely do,
1: yeah. absolutely. And we stand, you know, solidarity, as Benedict said, with everyone who is on the other side of this. Um, and, and I just want to point out that this, there's a lot of people I know who are feeling like us right now, feeling mm. let down feeling like you can't depend on anyone, like you can't feel like anyone out there is actually good because we're all fucking depressed about this right now and and affected by it. And the only thing I can recommend is that we come together as a community and that we support those who have been hurt by this.
3: Yeah, and try and make something better. Absolutely. Which is all we can do. And we can try and, like, we'll probably fail because I'm fucking depressed right now and everything seems hopeless and bleak. But, like if you don't try i i don't know man i like it, it is incredibly no, you're, you're
1: difficult. 100% on point you're 100% on point
3: it's it, and that, like yeah i i mean i think i texted you like why do all men have to disappoint me? <laughs> <laughs> rumble okay. can i did Go. not
1: mean to hit that i don't know why that happened
3: <laughs> yeah that's fine why why do all men disappoint this show is going like, to be
1: a shit i'll just warn everyone this is going to be a shit show today yeah it's a complete shit show um yeah. and, and that's you know uh, I literally you know i I I tried to put together the episode I wanted to put together for this week, but normally I would start working that around midweek, the week before the episode. And you know, that's Wednesday. That's when all this shit happened. Um, and and literally just, I just, I couldn't get myself motivated to do it. Mm because one of the people who had inspired me in podcasting turns out to be a Sucks. piece of shit. yeah. yeah. And, and that's that's fucking depressing, so. Yeah,
3: um, and like, again, we're, we not, <laughs> we're not even a little bit involved. Like, we don't know no. any of the people. We're not in direct, com- like, we're not involved in no. any of the many conversations that are going on like
1: we, at we, all. Exactly. We just we're, have We're not some directly process. involved, we, but we no. know, we do know, you know, we've had many of the people involved yeah. on our show before, and we know some of these people personally. Um,
3: and and we stuff. have some some crossover listenership that I think may be expecting us to address this in some way, or maybe not. Like maybe you come here for this game. In which case, I'm doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, I'm sorry we've wasted fifteen minutes on, of your time talking about something that you are trying to escape from. Which is absolutely fine. Skip this. I mean, it's too late now. It's but... Too late. <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> maybe in it maybe, now. maybe add a, a little. We're going to talk about this for ten yeah. minutes, but it's uh, yeah. I mean, I'm like. As I say, my head isn't straight with it, and I am not involved at all. So, yeah. like, it's it, I can only imagine and sympathize with with people that are directly yeah. involved and have been hurt by people and have been yeah. have felt unheard or, or whatever it might be. So that fucking sucks, and I'm really sorry. Yeah,
1: um, and I'll link to the the like I said, I'll link to the article um, that this is about if you want to read about what happened if you haven't heard about this somehow. Um, but you know. Uh, like we said at the beginning, uh, we believe the people who have spoken out, uh, we're absolutely on their side in this. Mm-hmm. and um, just going forward, we're gonna do everything we can to support our community because that's what matters.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and that I mean, that's the show's community and the broader community. I don't I mean, I think we've said before we're not really involved as much as we once were with the atheist community. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're more we've moved on to the conspiracy theorist <laughs> <laughs> exposing community which i, I guess think is you an offshoot say we're more political now yeah exactly <laughs> well i guess the conspiracy theorist community is an offshoot as they have the, of the of yeah the atheist you know community. what since it's many not... of
1: the people we used to admire in the atheist community became part of the conspiracy theory community but not yeah. on our not on our side of things yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: you know <laughs> it's the same thing but uh, yeah so like that's not really our space anymore um but we do we are tangentially connected to some of the people there and like it used to be our space so and it's not not our space because of anything that happened it's just we evolved away from it i Mm -hmm. think um
1: i think we just got more interested in politics um yeah we're both still atheists but we're just like
3: yeah there's plenty of of people talking about it functionally rather than loudly yeah. yeah
1: yeah so um I think it's time for us to move
3: on today. Yeah, can we do something? I, yeah. I, listen, why don't we do some and, fun if stuff? If that's huh? if that's all you need, if you can't face the fun, then turn it off now. <laughs> I am gonna do my best to laugh at least once for the rest of the
1: episode. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, I think I think I might have made it hard for you to laugh today, oh, but we'll see. Fuck. Okay. Uh, Benedict, uh, we have we have a patron to induct immediately after all the bad shit. Uh, should have done this before. Yeah, should have done it first. Can uh, you... But uh, this week, uh, new inductee into the spooky world, new world order. Blah. Thank you so very much to our newest patron, William Patterson. You are now part of our
6: New World Spooky World Order. Yeah. James's brother,
1: by the way. James's brother. Uh, but... <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> but if you would like to join the Spooky World New World Order, I don't think I've ever read a James Patterson book. I know my dad liked James Patterson. That seems right. But I don't. I can't think of any James Patterson books I might... Is he a horror guy, or is he a crime No, he's thriller? just like
3: a mass market...
1: Yeah, like a Not detective crime novel, but
3: like suspense, like uh, like thriller. vaguely. can you like, think of?
1: Does he have any characters I would know? No. Does he have any I movies he's based a, on his books? I don't books? think
3: he. I don't think he's a one character dude. I think he's just like a. He's like a John Grisham, but for like action novels.
1: Okay, I mean that's kind of boring. I mean, I read yeah. Grisham. I'm a lawyer. We, oh, he wrote "Along Came a Spider." Okay, he did those books. Okay. So he did the he did the books that that got turned into the movies. Um, with, long uh, spider? with Freeman. Morgan Freeman Morgan yeah. Freeman, yeah 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 those ok now I know who we're talking about anyways none of this matters uh, where was I if you'd like to join the spooky world new okay. world order blah uh, you can of course tweet or post about the show on social media recommend it to others send me a screenshot or tag us in it uh, leave us a 5 star review wherever you can drop me a screenshot to let me know make a donation to a worthwhile charity become a patron or just get my attention with something good ben Licht. All mm. of that out of the way. Why don't we finally get into it for this week? Obviously, the listeners have seen the title of this week's episode, which I think is brilliant. Because um, I'm so funny and original. Uh, it's mm. why I steal Zoolander bits. But <laughs> I had originally planned to do a single episode covering this topic, right? But because of the way the last week is gone, uh, you know, that, that got thrown away a little bit. So mm. I decided to split things up, and today's episode is going to be less like a normal lunatic fringe with me delivering a narrative story I put together based on my research. And instead, I decided... And to me do a...
3: looking at my phone most of the time <laughs> and reacting occasionally.
1: You're not supposed to tell them. It's the magic oh, of shit. radio. Oh,
3: shit. Okay, sorry. Um,
1: <laughs> I've decided instead i do a two-parter on this topic.
3: Two-parter. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: With today being more of a clip show, sort of introductory material uh, to what we're going to be talking about next time we get around to it, I think it'll be a nice change of pace for things, and hopefully it's fun. We'll see how that goes. So,
2: I'll
1: fill everyone in on the facts and studies and events and whatnot, mainly two weeks from now, but for today we're going to watch some fun clips. So, Great. It's it's really no surprise to anyone. Uh, nor is anyone unaware that in our current day, the right is on the war path against a college education. Mm. Uh, I'd say that's probably been going on for like the last fifteen or twenty years ago, <laughs> uh, or so in the United States.
3: Yeah, least. it's it's. I, I wonder when they. Uh, I I well maybe you can tell me, but the, when a... they
1: that's th- that's the topic of our next episode is answering that question you're about to ask me and when know did they what it flip is.
3: from you want to flip burgers at mcdonald's <laughs> to don't get a college education that's basically the question okay. that the next episode is going to be answering okay well then, all right well then that's the fucking the, teaser trailer and the answer so is funny.
1: gradually over the last 20 or 30 years okay
3: uh, well that's a boring answer <laughs> i know it's
1: sort of a boring answer Uh, But, you know, it's sort of expanded around the world, too, right, as social media and things have sort of exported uh, conservative ideas from the United States to everyone else in the sort of toxic way that those things spread like a poison in the water. Um, Mm. But I will say that this idea, this demonization of higher education, um, it influenced my own life. I've talked a lot about how when I was a high schooler, I was a right-wing shitbag, and certainly by my high school year, I, I decided to go become a mechanic uh, rather than go to college because college is for those libs it's for the libs that's not for me I can be I can go be a millionaire like uh, all those other guys who didn't go to college except that they did and had rich families and that's how they ended up getting into the position where they could make billions of dollars like Kevin, Mark Zuckerberg.
3: Don't pretend that you mm-hmm. did not have a rich family.
1: <laughs> I did. I didn't have. I didn't have that kind of rich family though. Okay. Uh, well, actually. I don't want to talk about the kind of money my parents make. Um, It's it's rude to bring up money, Benedict. Uh, But unlike Mark Zuckerberg, I was inculcated with right-wing thought, which told me that I didn't actually need to go to college or or try to better myself in uh, anything that could actually lead lead me to a place where I'd be making a substantial amount of money. Um, I just thought I could be a mechanic, and I legitimately at some point thought, oh, yeah, I'll I'll own my own shop someday, and I'll Hmm. be making a million dollars a year. And now um, you do, <laughs> and it's this podcast, <laughs> and you are not making 000, 000 a million no, dollars a year. No, I am not. Come on, patreon.com. <laughs> uh, but it's only gotten worse since I was a high school senior. I guarantee you that. So wow. today's goal is to sort of take a look at the current state uh, and some of the big players. I don't know. They're all big players. They're sort of just like the people I could think of who had funny things that I found them saying on the internet.
3: Um, yeah, I would I would also <laughs> say it's, it's probably like my guess is... It's fucking gonna be self-serving because it's like, why go to college when you could listen to Jordan B. Peterson give a lecture you know, on YouTube? No, you know, okay.
1: I didn't do Jordan Peterson simply because he had too much content about how bad college is. Okay. I couldn't decide Despite on any being of
3: it. a college professor. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
1: you, dude. Uh, so why don't we start things off today, uh, with a perennial because favorite?
3: I don't want to
1: <laughs> of our show, Chucky Kirk uh charlie charles chaz charles
3: peacock uh
1: charlie himself is of course a college dropout um and a man who runs what purports to be and probably is the largest college fascist organization in the country
3: probably the world purport to be that does it i mean do they hide it i don't know if it's it's in the marketing (laughs) There's
1: text and then there's subtext, and then there's and then there's supra text, and that's where the fascist is. (laughs) Uh, But uh, you know, he goes around, of course, telling young people uh, to not go the place where his organization largely is, um, and then gets millions and millions of dollars from wealthy donors.
3: Campus thing, and then yeah, that seems weird to me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, So here he is. This is from about a year ago, uh, speaking to a room full of some of the creepiest looking people I've ever seen on camera.
5: Hi Charlie, um, I remember a while back when I first started listening to you, you were talking about you were writing a book.
1: By the way, this woman is, is not a day under forty-five,
3: Cool. so this is not at the campus event. This is not a prospective
1: good. college student we're talking Kevin, about.
5: Kevin, you never know
3: when people are going to go to college. You know what? Don't I judge. should be fair. I should be Don't fair.
1: Judge. I did know a bunch of people when I was in college who were older. Right? I started. Yeah, one of them was college. you. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I was 25 by the time I got to Berkeley, uh, but I did know older people who were going to college there. So yeah, I, you know what? That was unfair of me. I'll give you that. That was unfair of me.
5: That's right. About why your kids should go to college. To that's and I, right. I remember thinking, wow, that's really controversial. But now I have been awoke, awakened, <laughs> and I see what the need. And by the
1: way, the the there's a, a young woman standing next to the speaker. This woman. Uh, so there are two women next to each other. Uh, the one holding the microphone for her, who looks like she tried to pull off that trad wife look uh, oh, no. that you see on the bad side of Instagram and failed. That's
6: that's that's what we're looking at here.
5: And so I'm wondering if you're still working on that.
6: It's coming out in either August or September. It's called The College Scam. You hear
2: that, Benedict? He's got no, a new no.
6: book. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. All right. You knew there was going to be subtext to this. <laughs> and uh, it's intentionally written. Uh, it's written as a ten-count indictment against college, as if Sorry, I was. Sorry, it's intentionally to jury, written uh, as it's opposed to. Intentionally written as opposed to.
3: <laughs> written, like
1: as opposed to randomly slapping a keyboard and hoping that something comes out. You know, it's intentionally. You know, if you written. made
3: me guess between the two, I would have guessed the latter. <laughs>
6: What, you know Charlie Kirk, is you probably would
1: have been close to the truth. Charlie Kirk, ghostwriter, doesn't get paid enough. Nope.
6: Persuade you because you're right. Uh, most people think college is wonderful. I'll riff on this for just a second. Uh, if you follow me, uh, Charlie's you, you never riffed on whole...
3: anything in his life. <laughs> he can't. By the way,
1: uh, can confirm uh, that that we are currently looking at Charlie. I would say about. Mm, Six meters uh, uh, between his nose and his eyes. I think How that's where small we are is his point. face compared to so his head? Small. So small. <laughs> we need to get, bring phrenology back just for Charlie
3: <laughs> just Kirk. Just to get Charlie Kirk, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just want some
6: head measurements. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this whole kind of uh, deal that I think about for college. Um, college is right for some people. I'd say 5% of the population should go to college ninety five percent should not. Um, most people if you may be a doctor or a lawyer or engineer, most people don't go to college for that reason. Most people go to college uh, to go study the humanities, where they learn to hate themselves, to study sociology where they learn to hate everybody, or they or, or they study some other unspecified thing where they learn to hate the country. Uh, so
1: Ben, you remember how you uh, doing your humanities degree? Uh, you learned you learned how to hate yourself. <laughs>
3: Oh, no, I already knew how to do that. I mean, that. he's not wrong on that <laughs> yeah. front,
1: but it's not for the reasons that Charlie thinks. No, I already <laughs>
3: knew how to do that. If anything, it taught me uh, how to hate everyone else. Um, yeah, not great. I, like, Look, I, I don't disagree <laughs> to some extent. Like, I think college, as it's currently priced, is a fucking scam, but... You don't get to say that. <laughs> Fuck no, off. No, no. Look,
1: and, and we've had the discussion on this show before. When people like Charlie say, college isn't for everyone, um, it's usually followed by an implicit or an explicit, you know, some people just can't do college. Mm. Right? Which is, is very, very fucking. Uh, uh, it has an air of superiority about it. Because uh,
3: Charlie yeah, thinks that it's he. Not he, he even can that. Do it. He just thinks it's. It, he Well, he couldn't famously obviously right? yeah. That, yeah but like no, like who cares like honestly like i college isn't for everyone that's fine but like it's not because they teach you to hate yourself it's because a lot of what they teach you is fucking useless in the real world and that's fine it's like sure the point the, of not the gained,
1: point I, I just let me give a plug here for the concept of college because mm. i believe yeah it.
3: i think we're being a bit harsh on it maybe you,
1: what you gain from a college education is far more than just what you learn in the classroom right? yeah it is the idea I, I can't speak for everyone else's college education, but just the ability, learning how to research, learning mm-hmm. how to learn things is one of the more important things that you learn from going to college. Also, as fucking well as
3: learning what you're interested in by virtue absolutely. of reading a bunch. Like.
1: Which is why I would, if, if I were to make the statement, amend it to be something more along the lines of college isn't for everyone, but mm-hmm. it should be
3: available
1: to everyone. That's correct. Everyone That's correct. should get to experience it if they want
5: to.
3: Yeah, it shouldn't be... You shouldn't need it to succeed in the world, but you should be able to do it if you want to. Yeah. Is, and I, I certainly think that more college graduates
1: is not a bad thing. It's a net good for society, is my general uh, concept,
3: my, uh, my idea of that. Generally, unless they're doing economics, in which case they shouldn't go. Oh,
1: yeah, fucking burn all economics departments to <laughs> the ground. Uh, bury it next to von Mises.
6: <laughs> um, and so... The, the culture that's been created on campus you is just one thing. But- mm-hmm.
3: The fact that so many people are laughing at his banality is, is like gives me, it, well, A, it gives me hope that people will actually laugh at things we say, well, which well, obviously is- we've never done a live show, <laughs> so I've never heard. I'm, I've never heard someone laughing at anything that I've said, which is quite na- apart from you, and I think yours is forced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, see so you just did it again that was false laughter that's fine but it's false laughter um, but it gives me hope that someone would laugh it also deeply worries me that there are people that find charlie kirk genuinely funny oh
1: but he's in a church right now this is from his i forget what the name of the event people are
3: rolling it? in the
1: pews uh, what was the name of this fucking event he was doing i don't remember but yeah he's in a fucking church this is andrew dice clay to them this this is the most hilarious thing they've seen. This is the
3: edgiest thing. I they've intentionally
1: ever seen. picked a shitty comedian. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like fucking that. They're yeah, they're rolling on the ground with laughter with this shit.
3: Rolling in the peace. Is that what R I P stands for in church? <laughs> rolling in peace. Can you imagine um, like a a boomer texting that like oh I was R I P. <laughs> I was... <laughs> That's not even funny. I just find the image very amusing.
1: Misspelling it, putting D at the end, and someone just thinks they're a huge Adele fan. <laughs>
6: But let's just talk about the pragmatic sense of it, right? Which is we have a generation of young people that are borrowing money they don't have to study things that don't matter, to find jobs that don't exist.
7: And so we act as free. if this
6: entire cycle works, <laughs> the cycle of indebtedness. And I'm in, the, I'm in the business of hiring young people. A college degree means nothing. Absolutely. Oh, it means nothing. It means nothing to Charlie. <laughs> nothing at all, Benedict. Well, let me tell you
1: <clears throat> about a little cruise I did over to the Turning Point USA staff page. Interesting. Uh, under the executive session section, Dan Flood, Chief Asset Management Officer, Texas A&M University. Justin Strife, Chief Development think... Officer.
3: Pause it. Mm-hmm. Or pause Pause yourself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Pause. <laughs> not moving. Uh, do you think he deliberately ch- chose a title that was an acronym for CAMO? <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably did, because that's not a normal title.
1: Uh, you know what? You might have something there.
3: I don't know. <laughs> what don't was know. the second one?
1: Justin Strife, Chief Development Officer, CDO. That's a normal.
3: That's one. okay, yeah.
1: University of Missouri, St. Louis, UMSL. You went to UMSL. That's yeah. actually what we call it around here. I don't I say we. It's what St. Lucians, which is what the, they call the, themselves the here.
3: Yeah, St. Lucians. <laughs> they say
1: UMSL. Uh, okay. Marina Minas, Chief Marketing Officer, CSU Fresno. Amy Samuel, VP of Administration, Drake University, and the University of Iowa. Mm. Lauren Tanchik, University of Colorado Boulder, and Liberty University Online. They actually okay. noted that it was online. Yep, I don't know why they the put that again. in her bio. They said that it was online. You don't tell people that part. She never had
3: to interact with Jerry Falwell, I guess. <laughs> is the...
1: That's the entirety of the executive team. They all went to college. Okay, uh, I was under-
3: gonna make an elitist joke and say none of them went to college then. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. I think I won't.
1: Nope. Nope. The college staff, by the way, uh, listed right beneath that. Andrew Cipher, Arizona State. Annie Alexander, Marist College.
3: Okay. Do they do they literally list all these places? Like, like this is no, listed uh, on the website or you- They have
1: bios. Out? One or two of these people, I had to go find their LinkedIn because it just okay. didn't mention a college on their bio. So I had to go yeah. to their LinkedIn and find out what college they went to. Like there's one guy, Richard Mills. It just didn't find and he doesn't have LinkedIn. Okay, but you know, given what the track I, record, I I'm 90 percent sure he went to fucking college.
3: What I would be interested in is their jobs page and see if they require a degree. Oh, that's a
1: good idea. You probably have LinkedIn open faster <laughs> than I can. Let's see. Think, uh, maybe take a look. Let's uh, a look. But uh, let's let Charlie play while you're while you're doing that because yeah.
6: he says some fun stuff here. Okay. Absolutely nothing. And I know this is it, this might be controversial. I don't. Again, you, you know me well enough to not care. Fucking
1: ads, fucking <laughs> ads right now, go so fuck yourself,
6: YouTube. I'm leaving that in, that's staying in. ...care and to trust me when I say this, which is if Hold on, her name is Karen? What's par- <laughs> that? I don't know. <laughs> parents, and this is, this is some, this is the controversial part, they don't want to hear this. Most people go to college because their parents are forcing them, right? Even though it's the students that are the ones borrowing the money. And so you say, well, Charlie, you know, what should they do instead? Right, okay, well, first of all, gap years are great. I took a gap year, ended up during a ga- gap decade, okay? Uh, gap, we have nowhere near enough entrepreneurs in our country right now. Nowhere near enough entrepreneurs. We need more young people. We have
1: far more than enough entrepreneurs, I can assure you. There are way more entrepreneurs than we could ever need.
6: People to start businesses and take risks. Instead, we're saying, go through this secular humanist mill where they have sex week and they have this degenerate... Sex Sorry. week. <laughs> Now you know why I
1: wanted to keep playing the clip. have yeah. <laughs> Sex Week. Hold on, hold on. Let it keep Real. playing for a second.
6: ...culture. I'm not kidding. You, you, you think you know what's happening. He's not kidding. He's not yeah. kidding about Sex Week, Benedict. I desperately wish
1: that there that was there a Sex Week. there had been week.
3: a Sex Week? Yeah. <laughs> if any school
1: would have had a Sex Week, it yeah, would have been would have UC been that, Berkeley. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't we have a Sex Week? Oh, it's his Saving America tour. It's on the background behind him.
6: I can see it right now. This mm-hmm. is his Saving America tour what's happening on college campuses. You play Russian roulette with your kid or grandkids' values when you send them to a college campus. And that's where we'll end it, because I just want to point out, that's the point I wanted to stop at,
1: the fact that he aims all this, by not he he makes clear, he's not talking to prospective college students. He's talking to their parents and their grandparents. Yeah. You're playing Russian roulette if you send your your nieces, your nephews, your sons, your daughters, whatever, blah, 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 to college, because they, they might encounter other ideas if they're away from you. That's the scary part. That's what he's pushing here. Don't let him go mm. off, because they might they might find out that you've been wrong about a lot of stuff,
3: so you shouldn't let him go to college. So, to be fair to them, they don't require a degree.
1: Shit! Descriptions.
3: That would have been however, some fun
1: hypocrisy if that was there. Have
3: <laughs> have the first bullet point of attention to detail and very well organized and they've forgotten to put a period at the end. so <laughs> See, you
1: still found something I could
3: yeah, enjoy. I can That's always nice. find something. I That's can
1: always nice. find something. All right, but on to our next one uh, today. Uh, Candace Owens, uh, oh, good. Who, who did go to the University of Rhode Island, but but to be fair to her, she did drop out after her junior year. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and and Candace, she does a podcast in front of a studio audience, like a a you know daytime TV show style studio audience of what. I can only assume are employees of the Daily Wire, because who the fuck would go sit no, in a studio and listen to Candace Owens <laughs> without being paid for it?
3: You'd be surprised.
1: Mm, I don't know. I've been wa- I've watched a lot of it. None of these people ever move or react.
3: <laughs> Keep the same dude, like
0: they don't move or react. It's sort of strange. Do you want your children to attend college? Absolutely not. Um, I think uh, unless they are doing something that requires you to go to school, and even that now is getting questionable. I used to say, like, you know, to become a doctor. But if you've been watching the show, even that's becoming questionable since biology is now on the table. And even the doctors um, seem to be abiding increasingly more uh, by the left. You know, we've seen... So so
1: you can't go be a doctor because all the doctors are leftists now. Mm. That that one...
3: Yeah, famously, no anti-vax doctors out there.
1: Yeah, this one I, I, I pulled because that line at the beginning there was weird to me that now we, they're even going on about, you know, don't go if you're going to be a doctor. It's like they want to create a permanent underclass of people who are ruled over by the wealthy in this country and don't have any power mm-hmm. by not having positions of any sort of status.
6: Almost feels like that might be the case.
0: Maybe. Seen such strange things coming from the medical field, uh, especially in the time of COVID-19, and everything sort of feels like it's state and government-sponsored. Um, I'm a big believer in the entrepreneurial spirit, and I definitely am not going to allow my child to make a mistake that I made, which is
1: she's a big fan of the entrepreneurial spirit. Which is sorry, why is she, she going
3: to say that in the in regards to getting vaccinated or to <laughs> getting a college degree? Because good
1: point that it's a little unclear what she was talking unclear. about there.
0: Yeah. I had put myself 100.
1: I was going to make a point about how she's paid millions of dollars uh, by billionaire mega donors uh, to push a, a conservative position. Uh, That's that, the other
3: thing. All these people are like, oh, you're borrowing money you don't have, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're all getting fucking donations from, for being mediocre
1: speakers. Yeah. I mean, literally, the Daily Wire was founded uh, and, and for the first several years of existence run at a loss on the coin of a billionaire donor. Mm-hmm to be a propaganda arm like that's that's what it was or maybe it's the blaze of eh, probably both of them uh i know one of the two was i don't remember which one in particular but uh yeah just like don't pretend that that this is anything other than than that
0: that's what it is and fifty thousand dollars in student loan debt uh because god i,
1: th- I wish it was only fifty thousand. Mm. Oh, i fucking wish i was only fifty thousand dollars in student loan debt it I mean, you so went to nice. quite a
3: quite a different. You had quite a different experience to Candace than yes, at your did. education. Yes, I
1: did. I didn't drop out.
0: I felt this tremendous anxiety, which was definitely handed to me from high school, from the guidance counselors. You must, 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 must go to college, or else you're going to be a failure. Go, 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 go. Take out loans that you can't afford. Don't understand anything. Just sign the documents and go. Uh, that seems to be the mentality, and that is intentional. They want you to go to college because they want to further situate you into their mindset they want to who turn into government guidance counselors gets-
1: they benedict didn't you hear they didn't yeah, you did. hear they
3: that's the way it always worries me who like, is they benedict who this is grand, they grand who is they conspiracy. i'm leaving the
1: studio who is they <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this grand conspiracy of guidance counselors is.
1: <laughs> well, yeah fun. they all talk to each other they go to the yeah. meetings you know
3: yeah
0: that gives them an extra four years to raise you. And I don't think that's productive. So um, unless my child can explain to me why they think uh, that that degree is really important to what they want to do, then my answer would be no, but definitely not to major in gender studies. Sorry, how are you gonna? Always
1: gender studies. It's like they think there are that many gender studies majors out there.
0: Yeah, but also,
3: how are you gonna fucking stop them? You can get a loan as an eighteen-year-old child to go to college. Like you can't stop them. I just, you
1: know, I I have to have a little bit of hope um, that everyone who we covers children will hate them when they get older.
3: Well, um, all the cool leftists had really boring <laughs> children. So hopefully that happens in the reverse direction. With yeah, the, I really hope it
1: does. I really hope like, it
3: does. How did, how did Eric Hobsbawm's children end up boring? <laughs> and also Mayor Pete's dad was real cool too. Or sorry, Secretary Pete's dad was That's cool right. too. Use the right phrase. Use the right yeah. uh,
1: title now. Oh, no, um, he's a boring... I don't know, mayor might be a higher title than Secretary of Transportation. I don't know, I don't think uh, so. so. I don't think so. Uh, I
3: think Secretary is higher. as a federal a joke, title.
1: Benedict, shut the fuck up. Next one, Stephen Crowder uh, oh, comes in to show us that it really always comes back to them not wanting to pay any taxes. Mm.
8: All right, we got this one from Rocky. As a student loan holder, well, Rocky, what can we do Rocky, to help reform the student loan system? Uh, Well,
1: lo- by the way... Um, Steven um, is not wearing his usual guns, his his pistolas, uh, and that's because he's wearing a full Santa Claus outfit. Uh, on you
3: could episode. wear guns
1: with a Santa Claus outfit. You know That what? is cowardly. I don't know why I said that. He probably has the guns on under the Santa outfit. Yeah. That's probably what's going on. <laughs>
8: look, here's what we can do is we can try and get the government uh, out of it a little bit more. Here's what happens. I've talked about this before, but basically, if you have grants or subsidies or scholarships, and there are so many now. My brother got one for being some kind of a, I don't know if it was a foreign exchange student from Canada. Oh, that's funny. Okay. But basically, why wouldn't they tack that on if they go, oh, yeah, there's a grant here for another $12,000. So Mm. if you just tell me that you can't afford it, well, you know what, Uncle Sam's none the wiser. And so this just, it, it just creates.
1: He's describing that his brother committed fraud, I believe, is what he's describing uh,
8: there. Certainly, potentially, yeah. I mean... <laughs> That's
1: what it sounds like.
8: ...inflation beyond something that we can even comprehend. And you know what? That really happens in any industry where you have a lot of regulation and government incentives. Think about that. healthcare. Right, that's where you see crazy inflation, Uh, higher education. That yeah, caused by the government, famously, not fucking companies jacking up their prices. Fuck off! I
1: saw you move. I saw you twitch. I saw you twitch, (laughs) and I hit
3: pause. (laughs) And your
8: finger. (laughs) That's That's where you see crazy inflation, and probably um, in some ways uh, like uh, transportation. Hmm. Right, you see. what oh. the fuck are you talking about? All of all of America's fucking trains are
3: owned by private companies.
1: Uh, were you unaware uh, that Crowder's a dipshit? Were you? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Apparently. Also, he
1: makes clear he's talking about airplanes.
3: Okay. Air travel is expensive not because of regulation, the, Benedict. Not, well, okay, kind of, in that the government tries to get people not to crash planes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's preferable. It's certainly yeah. preferable. Well, you um, know
3: what? You, people would never fly with places that crashed all the time. Benedict. I so mean, that's you remember when point.
1: that uh, Boeing Dreamliner was, or the Airbus, I forget which one, uh, uh, was blowing up uh, and stuff and had uh, all that going on. And kept um, nosediving,
3: diving and the pilots couldn't pull it up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. yeah you
1: remember that like it would that, be
3: better if the government didn't regulate because that because of
1: regulation man well, no, if you just got rid of the regulation it's the and free let market crash Kevin. then i would save 25 dollars on my next flight
3: it's the free market yeah absolutely if you just it's let all the bad planes crash then there'll only be good planes left in okay, the sky okay,
1: okay. think about this think about this transportation uh prices are inflated right so you know how like i own Uh, eighty five thousand dollars BMW as Steven Crowder. That's me. Mm. I'm talking right now. Uh, Um, and and you know how like uh, the the subway, uh, in the city where I live, um, costs a dollar twenty five to get me anywhere in the city that I could possibly want to go. Um, I'm assuming that's what New York subway is. I honestly have no idea. Two seventy five. It's more sure. Fine, but you know because of those regulations, I had to pay eighty five thousand dollars for my BMW. Yeah. So. Can somebody
3: good with the economy help me with this, please? My family is dying.
1: (laughs) But gas prices, Benedict.
3: They were trying to pay this dude $5 million a year or whatever it was.
1: (laughs) God, we need to talk about that at some point. Yeah. That whole fucking schism, all the bullshit. That's
8: maybe a
3: patron feed.
8: Oh, it's been a a great
1: thing
3: to happen recently.
8: See crazy inflation in a lot of ways, or at least prices uh, go up because they consistently get bailed out uh, at the airlines. Um,
1: uh... Yeah, so maybe we don't do that. Maybe we fucking nationalize them. Maybe you just fucking nationalize airlines uh, and provide it as a public good. Uh, And and here's another idea. Fucking trains. Give me some goddamn trains. trains!
3: Everywhere. Nationalize the railways.
1: How can everyone else have trains except for fucking us?
3: Well, to be fair, the Northeast has pretty good trains. Sure. I don't live there anymore. Well, that's their personal choice.
8: Uh, I'm trying to think. What else? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Those would be, but mainly education, healthcare. Right. These are when people uh, say, "Oh, the government is involved
3: in." Those three things. Education, which the government famously isn't involved in, apart from the only good thing it does, which is Medicare.
1: But here's my favorite thing about those three things he listed: education, education, healthcare, transportation. Three things that should be fucking nationalized
8: and made much cheaper by just
1: providing it as a public
2: fucking service. Jesus Christ.
8: Oh, we need more government. These are the most regulated industries that you right. can think of. Uh, oh, energy, of course, too. Yeah. And you could see that directly under Barack Obama. So right. I don't have yeah. time to go through all of it what right it? now. You
3: know okay, how, yeah, sure. Uh, that, okay. that is what I say when I don't know things about the topic. I'm like, you know, I don't really have time to get into the details now. Shut up, dude. You know,
1: I'm starting to suspect that maybe Steven Crowder isn't exactly um, prepare for his program. Yeah. yeah.
3: To be fair, to be fair it was, he
1: was shows. responding to a tweet. That yeah. someone tweeted from the Mug Club,
3: but he's chosen he's chosen budget. to do that.
1: Yes, he has. Um, I'm bored with Steven. Yeah, me too. See how do we move? He, you know, he goes on about the ROI. You got to pick an ROI a uh, uh, degree that you can get an ROI with, and it's just like it's it, it, every time they talk about how you should only pick these degrees, don't do humanities, blah blah blah. What they're really saying is only people from wealthy families get to study liberal arts or art or things that don't make money. they want to return to the Victorian era they right, they want to return to where it was the yeah. wealthy families who had the time and money to spend on these the frivolous era. pursuits that ended up making the world a lot better through all the great things that they've given us yeah that's... it's also
3: like the thing is like even like the cost is okay it's the interest that's the killer yep so there should be ca- there should be a cap on student loan interest there
1: should be a cap on the price of college by which i mean it should be free uh, sure. or or I will compromise. I will compromise. Uh everyone has to pay $5 for college uh and uh, zero interest on that $5 loan.
3: And minus 0.1% interest. So eventually yeah. it just goes away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh on to our next one, benedict uh, Of course, it wouldn't be a discussion of conservative views of college without the position from their alternative Prager, Prager University. You, you okay, knew what I was good. doing there. Uh, yeah. So simpatico. Uh This is from uh, what's this guy's name? I, I didn't write it down. Uh, a douchebag named Matthew Waster is this guy's name. Okay. Uh, adjunct professor at some Penn State satellite campus. Uh, let's see what he has to say. Is, I bet is it's this not professor
3: good. Gonna tell people not to go to college. To be fair, he's one of the few who
1: doesn't. Um, he just tells them to have the worst time possible while they're in
3: college.
7: As a professor at a major American university, I'm well aware of higher education's liberal bias. I also know the unique challenges that college students with conservative views face. Oh, shut up. If you're one of those students.
3: Unique challenges. Unique challenges. There certainly are unique cognitive challenges. By being, like,
1: like, you know, being hated because you refuse to let the libs stop you from using homophobic slurs. Like, you know, it's a challenge. It's a real challenge,
3: Benedict. Did you see the Speaking of which, did you see the Chat GPT stuff today? Yes. It was like, (laughs) what if you could stop a nuclear bomb by saying a racial slur? Why is everyone trying
1: to get a robot to use a racial slur? I feel like, I I get that when you learn a new language the first time, the first thing you learn are the swear words. Yeah. But not the racial 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 slurs. slurs. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't have the impulse.
7: Here are seven ways you can turn those challenges into opportunities for learning and growth one face reality
4: god
1: that's the one thing they're not gonna do
7: so the reality is that at most colleges and universities the leftist worldview is the norm everything else is considered a deviation (laughs) this is certainly the case in the humanities and social sciences
3: okay even the hard pause it pause it i obviously haven't experienced college here Mm -hmm. uk colleges are full of 80 year old men who mm-hmm. wish that Britain still had an empire. So I don't know where this comes from, because it's definitely not necessarily true.
1: I mean, I've talked about how I had, uh, in, at UC Berkeley, actually, um, I had a professor who was a fellow with the American Enterprise Institute, um, who, I mean, Stephen Hayward was this asshole's name. Um, and he was like, I mean, if you're going to be technical about it, he was uh, the make a uh, conservative stop crying higher. Uh, was probably what he was there for. But I took a class... From, he's not a lawyer. And I took a class from him that was supposed to be like Constitutional Law 101, like an undergrad version. And it was the worst class I've ever had. Not in the sense of like, he he taught right-wing bullshit, which he did. He was the only explicitly political professor I ever had in college, just trying to push right-wing bullshit on everyone. Mm. But also, he was also the only test I ever had at college, at UC Berkeley that was multiple choice oh and,
3: and Is that on which he was too lazy to grade it
1: i buy I, I would assume i would assume uh although his tAs did the grading anyways uh, yeah. probably more that he was too lazy to write it uh, but that like the questions for the test had explicitly ideological slanted answers that were, sl- were slanted to right wing bullshit like right. some second amendment bullshit like uh the second amendment guarantees the right to have handguns true or false like Okay, man. That's as someone who's been to law school now, unlike him, I can tell you that that's an arguable proposition. That is yep. not a true or false question.
7: Uh, good times. Hard good sciences times. and professional majors like business have been influenced, although
1: mm, business is a, a a hard science, really. Mm-hmm. Hard science. You want to call business
7: a hard science?
3: That's right.
1: I've seen the work that MBAs do. I, I've read. I've read essays by friends who are MBAs. It's it's not a hard science. It's not. That they're arguing about things and propositions because it's not a hard science.
7: Thus far, at least, to a much lesser degree. Simply being aware of this ideological imbalance is a big step forward. It will help you think critically about what you're being taught.
1: Mm, Thinking critically is not going to be an easy one for them. It's also
3: just like, yeah, that's what college teaches you, to think critically. Like, yes. Well...
1: But really, what his first point there was, it wasn't to think critically. That's not his initial point there. That's not really no, what he's arguing No, it's be
3: aware for. of bias, and that will help you think critically. I understand that. It's just boring. Okay.
1: Well, then, if we're bored, I guess we can move on. Okay. Yeah, he, this Fine. man is boring. That's this man is very boring. I will agree with that. But uh, we can't end before we uh, check in on our boy Glenn Beck. Hell obviously, yeah. uh Obviously can't do any of that. So why don't we uh, see what he has to say, and uh, see if it's any good.
5: Have you recently sent your son or daughter off to college? No. Have you noticed any changes in them at all? Have has your child got blue hair? (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, that's basically what he (laughs) said.
3: Does your child like? Does your daughter like girls now?
1: (laughs) No, better if you did your thing. You just did your thing. You just did your thing. (laughs) (laughs) Where you say something stupid, and it's basically what's
3: going on in the clip. Did your son come back way cooler than he used to be?
1: Does he smell like some dank-ass weed now?
5: What's that weed smell coming from the attic? Maybe they used to be staunchly pro-life, but now they're kind of unsure. (laughs) Now they're telling you about their abortion. Now they're coming home, and they're like, "Eh, You know, Mom and Dad, I think I'm kind of political now. Just maybe a little bit. Everyone Coming home on Thanksgiving and debating climate change, social justice, Ew. universal health care. As it turns out, there seems to be a pretty good reason for this. Our children, hear me out, this is crazy, are being indoctrinated. And we are paying tens of thousands of dollars. Do you know, okay,
3: the thing that annoys me about this
5: is, okay thank you the thing that annoys me about
3: this is all of the like any indoctrination that exists is not indoctrination but it is talking to other people their age yep. who are yep. more politically engaged yep. none of this is top down it's all bottom up
1: it's overcoming your own past bigotries
5: by meeting people it's, with it's different experiences moving outside
3: than you. of your social circle yes. is
5: what it is like that's <laughs> all it is that's absolutely what it is to our children If you're signing a check for your children's college tuition, sit down. Are
1: are you going to comment? No, no, no. Are you going to comment, like I was about to, uh, that I wish I had Glenn's microphone because it sounds
3: fantastic. It does sound fantastic. But on the back of that, I also think that it sounds like a personal injury ad.
1: (laughs) You know what? He (laughs) does have that sort of ad read type (laughs) delivery going on right now. Has
3: your child come back from college a liberal? Contact us. We may be able to sue the college. <laughs> you and I have listened to a lot of Glenn Beck. A lot of Glenn Beck over this the is years. More, this is more uh, lawyer-y than he has ever sounded. I do think he's reading a from the script. Yeah. Because
1: he has a piece of paper in front of him uh, that he's looking down at as he's talking. So I, he might be reading from like a pre-prepared something. I, I don't yeah. know. I can't tell you for sure.
5: Before you hear these statistics, because you might pass out. If you're driving, just pull over to the side of the road. There's a new study published by the National Association of Scholars. Mmm,
3: Benedict, you want to know about the National Association of Scholars? Uh no, but I hope that there's a T and a Y that comes after it so that it stands for NUST. <laughs> My only hope. The National <laughs> What is with you and the acronym, jokes know, Today. It's really, I don't know. My brain is just in an acronym mode, I guess. I National know. Association of Scholars towards Youth Movement. Ah, yeah, no, something no, like towards, that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't uh,
1: matter. Just like the Stop AOC Act. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> uh, National Association of Scholars, since you ruined it all, uh, is a far right <laughs> nonprofit advocacy group. That has, for example, in the past, lobbied to defund a Chicano newspaper at the University of Texas, uh, placed ads lobbying against multiculturalism curriculum, called for the end of diversity programs, called for the end of gender studies, and, of course, complained plenty about the classics not being taught enough in college. Great. That's what they do.
5: Now, we knew things were bad in college and universities, right? Did you know it was this bad? New study published by the National Association of Scholars looked at nearly 9,000 professors at 51 of the 66 top-ranked liberal arts Jesus colleges Christ, in it's the just U.S. warmed
3: up, and fucking William Buckley, like he did exactly this.
5: <laughs> and they found political bias on campuses is not a rumor or conspiracy; it's hard fact, and the numbers are insane. If you remove the two military colleges from the study. The ratio of Democrats to professors, Republican professors, is 12.7 <sighs> uh, to 1. Based Good. on
3: what? Based on what? Based just, on political uh, affiliation? Based on yeah, identity? Yeah, just political based affiliation. On, that, no, ba- based that's, on their driver's bias, license? Benedict. Based on bias. how they look?
1: Bias. Bias. You have to have I equal to... people who believe in truth and equal people who don't believe in reality. That's, That's the only way today. to not have
3: bias. Yep.
1: Only way! Oh, God, Glenn, we love you. Um, Do not. You know, no discussion of this topic uh, uh, would really be complete um, without America's top fascist propagandist, Tucker Carlson. Um, oh, good. Okay. And I have a charming clip for you today of Tucker. Uh, Presumably, really he lending send... his time. Lending his time, um, uh, quite graciously, uh, to speak to an 18 year old college sophomore. Uh Uh, Who thinks he's a journalist. Uh, This is from six months ago. um, And and Tucker got some attention, some media attention uh, for what he said on this. So uh, why don't we just go check it out? Presumably
3: Tucker's kid didn't go to college to do like communications or whatever. No, no.
1: His kid went to Georgetown um, (laughs) with a letter of recommendation from Hunter Biden uh, and then went to work. I want to say he worked for Mark Meadows.
3: He definitely works for a political campaign because his, uh, his, he, Tucker got annoyed at criticism mm-hmm. of his. Yeah,
1: I think he works for Mark Meadows, is who Tucker's kid works for. Uh, so, you know, that's, <laughs> that's not nepotism. Oh,
3: God. His kid is called Buckley. Fuck yep. off.
1: Yep. Take five guesses where that name came from. Yeah.
2: Anyways, here's Tucker talking to an 18 year old. People, particularly young men, is just dive face first into it. Like drop out of college. College is ridiculous unless you're moving towards some very specialized degree that you can only get in college if you want to be a veterinarian or a physicist or something but if you're in Mm, mm.
1: so drop out of college tucker's Mm -hmm. tucker's first message obviously right we know that he doesn't want anybody going to college i'm vamping because uh youtube froze on me but here we go okay
3: well can i just tell you that uh tucker's Kid did not actually get into Georgetown, despite the letter of recommendation.
1: Ah, shit. I don't and know why went, I assumed. Why did I assume he would have? Uh, he the, didn't have good enough grades for that.
3: And went to the University of Virginia and studied government and political science. Wow. So,
4: not Sucks again. Sucks to not, suck. Not engineering.
3: <laughs> well, the University of Virginia is good, like, but it's. It's
2: not Georgetown good. <laughs> it's not Georgetown.
3: Okay, Mr. I went to Georgetown or whatever you went.
2: Uh-huh. Give you a list of hundred books. You can find it on the internet. Like, okay,
1: I I wanted to play through to that list of hundred books thing because I think you and I know what list of hundred books he's talking about. Young,
3: is it the Young America Foundation's? I think
1: it's or? the one with Pat Buchanan's yeah. book on it. I yeah. think that's the one. Yeah. I'm ninety percent sure. Uh, but uh, let me just tell you uh, uh, before we skip forward a little bit, uh, we're gonna uh, you know you remember when that happened, right? I'm sure you saw the they stories did. and and remember that going around. Uh, there's one thing that people didn't report on when this happened. Uh, and it surprised <laughs> me a little bit about this this situation. Um, and, and let me tell you, I did some Googling today to try mm-hmm. and see if anybody had talked about this. Uh, and I couldn't find anyone who had talked about this. I uh-huh. don't know why. Uh, but the person who he's on there talking to at that moment uh, is a young man by the name of Daniel Schmidt. Um, Daniel has about 36,000 Twitter followers. Uh, he's the editor-in-chief of his personal blog, uh, which is called collegedissident.com, uh, where he occasionally lets his friends write, it appears. Oh, uh, and he's a white nationalist griper who founded a group called College Students for Yay.
3: Oh, good. Okay.
1: Why did no one cover that part? Yeah, it's a great question. I get that the Kanye thing hadn't happened six months ago mm-hmm. when, this, when this interview happened, but, but he, was was yeah, he was still a groiper back then. He was still a white nationalist piece of shit.
3: No, Kanye was already Kanye. Like, Kanye's been Kanye for a while. Not oh, I, as bad, but...
1: He was already wild now. But he hadn't done the Tim Pool thing yet. He hadn't no. done the Alex Jones thing yet. No. Uh, he might have done Tucker at that point. I don't remember I mean, when he did Tucker.
3: He ra- He didn't. He, no, because he, he did... Uh, that It was like... Six weeks after that he did... Okay.
1: So six weeks after this, he did the Tucker interview where Tucker covered up his anti-Semitism on air. Six months... Let, let me phrase it another way. Six weeks before Tucker Carlson covered up the anti-Semitism of his guest Kanye West. Yeah. He was on a show on YouTube of a white nationalist little Nazi piece of shit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The, that I think that was in like September. He was on the Tucker Carlson show. Yay! So I'm not sure when. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly when things happened, but
1: I just wanted to highlight that. Yeah, wanted fair. to highlight that, particularly since the portion I'm fast forwarding to in this video. Uh, you know how on YouTube people can now put in those little bars on the bottom to yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, what yeah. different sections are of the yeah. video and give them titles. Uh, well, this this young piece of shit uh, titled this next section that I'm about to play for you. Um, College
4: demoralizes and demonizes young white men.
3: Okay. Yep.
4: I agree. I think college, you know, in addition to being a waste of time, it, for, for young white men, I think especially, it's so demoralizing and, and demonizing. Now, now, Tucker was taking a big gulp out of a mug when he heard that guy <laughs>
1: so say odd. white men. Yeah. And, and I, I hate it when people do that fake breakdown of body language and facial expressions and all that and claim that you can tell what someone's thinking. Yeah. But I can tell you looking at Tucker Carlson's face that he just realized he's talking to a white supremacist who mm-hmm. is more open than Tucker can typically afford to associate with. But he decides to power through anyways. Okay.
4: I think, I mean, I'll just give a quick story. You know, I come from a public school in Tennessee, right? I mean, everyone here is pretty normal, sure, whatever. I go to college. My very first month, I try to participate in this like debate tournament, whatever. They tell me they say you can't participate because you're white. This this tournament. I don't only think open anybody
1: for- said that. File that under things that never happened, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> things that never happened. If it happened, if it happened. It's because he, he tried because to... Because there
3: was a specific one for... He tried
4: to get into,
1: like, the Black Student Unions debate or something.
4: Yeah. Were they ever having a specific event? For BIPOC, which is, like, Black Indigenous People of Color. I'm like, what? And, you know, I, I hear these stories in the news, but I assume it's, like, isolated to, like, one or two places, like Berkeley or Yale. I go to University of Chicago. <laughs> there's two places. There's God, two places ass. where the wokes are better than yeah, Berkeley, Berkeley and, and Yale. Yale.
3: You know how we woke...
4: <laughs> It's supposed to be a bit more of a smart kid school and my first month <laughs> I'm, I'm banned for being white. Uh, and that's like what? So kid, you go
1: to the University of Chicago, along with forty five thousand other people. Yeah, okay, you if you you're think not-
3: that's a, if you think that's a smart kid school, I've got a bridge in Brooklyn. Yeah.
1: I say as someone who went to the number three ranked
4: university in the world. <clears throat> but I, I, I do want to ask Sorry, I went you whether you one. see this N- like,
1: anti <laughs> shut the fuck up. Better than Oxford. No, mean, not, it's so, Oxford is number it's one. It's so
4: pervasive, it's so it's just so common nowadays. Why do you think, like, they're so focused on bringing who down who
3: is young they white
1: men? again? Who are they? Who are they? I'm gonna walk
4: out of you, uni- and it's not even a joke this time because that
1: is who he means yeah. by they.
4: Yeah, like, what is it about young white men, especially, that they really just want to destroy?
2: Well, I mean, what's the end game here? I mean, kind of like, what's the next step if you isolate people on the basis of the race and attack them kind of what are your plans actually i mean if we were doing this to any other group we'd be like he says to a neo-nazi tucker says to a
1: neo-nazi yeah he knows if you're gonna isolate people of a particular group and attack them what's your plan he says to a neo-nazi
3: yeah it's not good i mean this is also what the fascists did of like create the siege mentality it's not mm-hmm. brilliant i will mm-hmm. say
2: You'd be like, whoa, wait a second, you know, we're moving toward hurting people, obviously, you know, like, we don't like Malaysians, and if you're Malaysian, you can't participate, and, you know, check your Malaysian-ness.
1: I think Tucker doesn't like Malaysian people? I think, yeah,
2: maybe. I think, why would that be the first one that comes to your head? Well, I think people who are Malaysian would be like, I think maybe they want to hurt me because I'm Malaysian. Like, why wouldn't you conclude that? Like, so what actually is I can see the can here? I don't, face I don't in my think it's uh... even
3: looking at him.
1: It looks exactly like you think it does. <laughs> yeah. exactly. We're almost at the end of this. There's a beautiful moment. Okay. A beautiful. I will moment be coming. silent until it you happens. will know exactly what it is. It's yeah. it's glorious.
2: I don't think this ends in a good place at all, and I don't know why people put up with it for a minute. We had a A really good system that I grew up under, which was we're going to try, knowing that we're going to fail in some cases, but we're going to try as hard as we can to be colorblind. He says to a neo-Nazi. And to be meritocratic. Judge people by what they do, not how they were born.
1: He says to a neo-Nazi. We've got a
2: whole monument on the mall that is testament to that single idea. He says to a neo-Nazi. You're judged by the content of your character and not the color of your skin. He says to a neo-Nazi. Kind of hard to live up to that most of the time. But trying is fifty percent, and actually, you can get you can get pretty close. And we've moved in the opposite direction. And I just won't put up with it at all. I mean, why? I, I don't understand. People are so—it's so interesting. I watch these people, and like, <laughs> we've hit the moment. Do these hostage <laughs> I'm a white guy. Like, I, I can't even understand that level of self hate. That is not my computer doing that. (laughs) I was going to say, I didn't hear any of that. What happened? Imagine a for something...
3: Tucker froze in
1: his interview with the Neo-Nazi, and the Neo-Nazi is sitting there, clearly moving his mouse around, trying to figure out what went wrong. (laughs)
3: That was very confusing. I did not know what was happening. I know you probably assumed thought- it was my computer. <laughs> I just thought the internet it. had gone bad. No, okay. And then this is just like this is on the YouTube channel. Yeah,
1: this is just on this kid's YouTube channel because this was Good. the only time he was ever gonna get with Tucker, and he was not gonna remove a moment from it.
3: Jesus. All right.
1: Oh, boy. Um, I do recommend. Uh, I mean, I don't recommend this. Uh, but if if anyone's interested. Uh, at going and looking at this little Nazi shit's uh, uh, website, uh, collegedissident dot com. I think it's don't, com. Don't um, do it. Uh, it's, it's not a great idea. Uh, it's a, it probably my computer is probably full of malware now. Uh, but you know, uh, headlines such as "College Kills Love." Oh, isn't that sad? Um, leaving the
3: Republican is that, plantation is that because of this. Oh no. Mm, uh, is yeah. that, is, does college kill love because of the sex week? Is that? <laughs>
1: We need to get this man in a room with... Well, he's probably been in a room with Charlie, if I'm being honest yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, he is a groiper. Uh, another one. Uh, exclusive. Charlie Kirk says Christians who don't love Israel don't love the Bible demands American churches support Israel. Great. Mmm. Mmm. Shortly before that one was issued, uh, another one. Why Andrew Tate is necessary in an emasculated generation. So... Sure. Yeah, and then another article about him and his shithead neo-Nazi pals doing a Students for Yay event at a Florida college, because, of course, they're in Florida. Anyways, Benedict, um, boy, boy, did we see yeah. some stuff today, didn't we, huh? We
3: did, yeah, it was fun. Did
1: you laugh here and there? Did sure. you have fun? Did you scream with joy?
3: No. No. <laughs> No, but you know we're here. we've done a show. That's fine. I'm yeah. fine with it. It's all good.
1: <laughs> well, anyways, thank you all for listening.
3: <laughs> I wish I didn't have to be disappointed all the time is my takeaway from this fucking show.
1: Why are you disappointed? you you should have just assumed that Tucker has talked to multiple oh, no,
3: no, no, not about that about the stuff we talked about earlier. Oh, just yeah, I'm I still just assumed- thinking about that. <laughs> I don't know why I assumed you were disappointed in Tucker Carlson. No, no. Tucker couldn't ever disappoint me. I know exactly who Tucker is. Uh,
1: But thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, if you just can't get enough of us, you can go over to Patreon.com forward slash NYGBC. Become a patron for as little as $1 an episode for Patronal, the episode shout outs on the show, uh, other cool, fun stuff. I forget what I usually say here. Thank you, as always, to our wonderful and amazing patrons. William Patterson, Sadie's Sister Wednesday, Kieran Dactler, Join us next week. I always fucking forget this one's in there. Join us next week when our guest will be Pap and <laughs> Psychic. You are psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Louis King Jr., Sarah Wolf, Aaron Burke, Megan A. Dooley, Gloria Scott, Clifton Stuckey, Paws, a baby, wah, Veronica Forker, Melissa C., George Saulnier, Janet Yutter, Stefan, Shark Belly, Utah Outcasts, Brent Lee, Dave Barwick, Chris Palmer, Bad Bible Stitches, Mockingbird Nation, Bacara, Benjamin Carlyle, Dexter, Allison, Megan Ruth, Glowrung the Deceiver, Big Easy Blasphemy, Jay Reynolds, Steven and Cindy Dimmick, Taru Takanen and Balls Watterson, Thank you all as always for being my pa- our patrons. <laughs> That's it for this week's show. Till next time, go to college.